everyone. We are back with the next episode of the Raiders Rambles. I am Jolt, chief host of the show, and joining me as always is none other than my co-host, Avira. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Happy Friday, and I uh, hope everyone's having a fantastic day. As it should be. Yeah. And joining us, as always, is our interim host, Noble. And it's the morning again. A lot earlier today, though. Yay! You know, every single morning I've seen, the sun don't shine until 7 o'clock. Does that feel early to you? Yeah, I'm usually deep at work by the time the sun decides to rear its ugly head, if at all. Yay for overcast weather lately! Oh, goodness. Yeah, I've been getting a lot of that the past weeks. Had three days of rain in a row. Not flooded, but rainy. But that's, you know, it's part of, it's crazy shit. Anyway, um, first things first, I do want to apologize for that I've been out of the seat for like a good, a good while, actually. And as you probably know, last week it was my birthday. Yay! I know, this is the part where every, all the streamers and confetti start showering down on me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was me who was actually just doing the whole out-of-the-sky routine. Yeah, Jolt. <laughs> so you literally became a flying squirrel again. By jumping out of a freaking airplane, you mad lad. <laughs> I know. I mean, it wasn't, it was ne not something I would ever imagine I would ever do, full stop. I was just like, we just kind of had this conversation with the people at work, and they brought up the idea, you know, you want to do skydiving. Because we had like, in at work, we have three birthdays in a span of seven days. Oh, jeez. Yeah, okay, so you got to do something crazy. Yeah, and then we kind of had this conversation, and it's like, you know, we want to go skydiving. And I was like, okay. That's it? Just without a second thought? You're just like, sure, <laughs> why not? Yeah, I was like, okay, sure. Then, you know, let's talk this through and say, you know, give it a bit of time and see if anybody wants to back out. And I was like, you know what? And I guess the later, the closer it got to it, I was like, yeah, I'm in. Oh, dude. <laughs> I know. Well, I can tell you straight up, if you haven't jumped, the um the visceralness of when you fit of the free fall, you know, I, it, you know, words on paper don't do it any justice. I can't even imagine explaining that either. I mean, it's like that must be in, totally bonkers, dude. <laughs> See, I don't know if I'd be able to do that. Like, I know it's probably safe and everything, but uh, it's. Something just tells me that jumping out of a perfectly safe airplane just—it it seems wrong <laughs> somehow. No, if you actually looked at my plane, it looked a bit Rick. It looked a bit how you doing? <laughs> yeah, 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 poor thing. Didn't even, didn't even have a full closed door. <laughs> I had like... overcrowded. Yeah. But hey, you did it, man! You literally flew above the clouds and like jumped into them. I mean, that is, oh man. And to do that, like, for a birthday celebration, that is insane, man. 
Don't they call that adrenaline junkie? That's true. That would be make you an adrenaline junkie. <laughs> now then, next thing on next birthday, I'm gonna have to find something to get my adrenaline fixed, won't I? I mean, if jumping out of a plane doesn't do it, I don't know what else will. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to stop that. Right? Like, what, what more? Yeah, what's the next adventure going to be? Right? But, uh, yeah, um, but if you really haven't jumped, I actually do want to say, you know, yeah, just, just do it. Good advice. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I actually did go into it coming in as a whole. This may be the only chance I will ever get in my life to do it. So, hey ho. <laughs> cool. I mean, if nothing else, I actually did want to get back on the plane the moment I jumped in because I was like, literally, I front fl- I did a half a front flip sort of plane, and I'm like, <laughs> get me back on that thing. Oh, oh no. Yeah, it was like that moment of realization, like, oh, okay, um, I'm falling now. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, like, you literally tumbled, what, like, two and a half times or something? Like, jeez. No, I was like, uh, 1.5 <laughs> front flips with a couple of spins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, all, all good, though. But the descent looked, you know, pretty pretty nice, you know, pretty slow and calming and whatnot. Yeah, but once you hit the parachute, like, poof. Oh, it just throws you back? Yeah, a, a bit. Throws you back, and then... Yeah. Up in the clouds, just bam. Oh, yeah, when you fell through the clouds, were they... Was it wet at all? Like, was it a different feeling than the normal air? Yeah, like, it's so funny, because up there, like, you can see the sun when you get high up enough, but no. And the ground, like, close to the ground, no. It's all wet. It's all drab. And the clouds have blocked the sun. Wow. Like that scene in the Matrix where uh, he's flying to Machine City and they, they go to the clouds and stuff. I don't know if you ever saw that movie, but... Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that, that's that's just how, kind of what it was. So, again, good stuff. Um, I do, do want to say that it is natural evolution that I'm flying squirrel. <laughs> Yeah, it started with the hot air balloon. Yeah, next thing you know, I'll one day I'll probably get my wings proper. Oh, you should try hang gliding. I've always wanted yes. to do that. Yeah, that looks really fun. Yes. <laughs> All right. I don't know if I... Okay, yeah, well, I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, 100%. All right. So I would say it's time we got to um, what's on the show today. So... Been a, there's been quite a lot of things happening now. Has um, have any of you guys, even show of hands, comments, whatever have you, who's managed to see the premiere for Lackadaisy? I have. Yep. Mm-hmm. And what do you guys think of it? Um. Well, I just saw it yesterday, and um, my my friend just uh, sent me a link to it. I had no idea what it was, and I don't know how long this has been in the works for. But when I first saw it, my first thoughts was that it was like a short film because it was animated so, like, professionally. And the voice acting as well was also, it sounded very professional. I didn't recognize any of the names behind it, but I really liked it overall. Mm. So for that, Avira, 
South Park went from using highly expensive <laughs> equipment to produce their episodes down to you know, off the shelf, you know, software that anyone can get their hands on for the most part. So for me, when I saw the quality of this and then finding out this was done by people, you know, at home, it wasn't really that much of a shock. You, you just have to sit down and actually do it. The tools that everyone needs, like drawing tablets, uh, the software, even, you can even use free software for this now. So it's not really a surprise. I do like a little touch they included where you can see the actual uh, trace lines that they used initially to you know, draw the characters and included that. I thought that was a really nice take. Although that cat that did that whole um, sing-along thing at the beginning just seemed a bit... Um, uh, I'm not really liking that character trope, to be honest. Hmm. I mean, it's kind of I a well-known fact. You and musicals can never, ever get along. <laughs> well, the show wasn't a musical. So that's... If the no, show but... was a musical, I would have turned it off. But someone singing the way they were in that, that's fine. I mean, you'd expect that to happen in real life, even when someone wants to, you know, bust out a tune. It's just when everyone starts singing and dancing like that one episode of Puffy the Vampire Slayer is when I go, nah. Oh, come on. That was a great episode. Once more with feeling, that was great. <laughs> but no, I mean, for, for the setting, you know, like, uh, of, you know, the time period that they're going for with yeah, this whole story, you know, it kind of made sense. Like, I love the whole jazzy theme to it. It's, it's really, like, funky. It's, oh, the music was great, too, in my opinion. I love that bartender key. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Oh, uh, yeah. I was surprised. Uh, I mean, I, I guess you said anyone can do this, but honestly, like, it, it was impressive because I haven't really seen, like, independent projects, I, I mean, like, this good before. I mean, I have, but, like, th this was this was really good. You know, it's kind of like when Viv Z Pop uh, first came out, you know? Yeah, Viv Z Pop's kind of... I believe Vizzy Pops pretty much uh, started something that a lot of the companies out there now who handle media are probably going to be uh, freaking the fuck out over because if you all you have to do is get a bunch of qualified people together and they can go make their own animated show. I mean, they could even film it even if they wanted to. And Patreon and a couple of other services out there will actually help them obtain the funds to be able to do the show. Oh yeah, and, and and fans of that type of content that really want to see something created, like dedicated fans are dedicated. Like you'd be surprised how many indie projects like even get off the ground. That's oh, that's no. really good too. I've never even heard of Like a Daisy before. Like this is the first time I'm hearing about it. It was number four on trending yesterday. I was like, what the heck? Like I'd it really spread. Like this released previously for the actual show, but it was like a, a short little stint of it. So I was aware that it was upcoming. And I thought, yeah, it'd be fun to check out when it's done. Hmm. Oh, yeah, like a teaser or something. I don't even remember seeing a teaser for it. So I don't overall, think no? this was way more watchable than anything Disney puts out in today's world. I mean, <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's, it's just a little bit more, a little more violent too. Just a little it's bit. <laughs> almost on par with what you get from DreamWorks. Actually, yeah. Oh, hang on, no, Sorry. Um, Wait, DreamWorks? Yeah, DreamWorks. DreamWorks, yeah. Are doing some, DreamWorks are doing similar styled, uh, I'm not going to say animation, but similar styled storytelling. That's what I got from watching this. 
if DreamWorks, if someone slapped DreamWorks label on this and put a bunch of credits making it seem as it came from DreamWorks, I'd believe it. Yeah. I'm just surprised. Like, I haven't even, I don't know anyone behind this. Like, all these voice actors, like, they sound like legit professionals. Like, it was really good. Um, the amount of never, people that are on the internet, it's, you'll be amazed. You can not, even in the furry community, there are people who have probably never even heard of us or only heard of us in passing. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, another thing about the furry community. Uh, this, this lackadaisy thing, that's about, like, cats and, like, anthropomorphic animals and stuff. All dogs go to heaven wasn't violent. Okay, it was. It was also really sad. <laughs> yeah, we're talking stuff in the last, like, what, 10 years? A couple decades, yeah. Now, I mean, but... Luca was good, but yeah, that's far few between. I would, sh I would take this show and put it in the same bucket as a uh, good entertainment to watch as Luca. Hmm. Also, I think it's only actually anthropomorphic cats and not anything else. Yeah, I, I'm, I wasn't sure. Exactly. I mean, I, I wasn't sure if one of them was a fox or not. It kind of looked like it, but I, I, don't, I couldn't really tell. Maybe you're right. Maybe they're all cats. I do know something that people may take a bit of a pissy towards, and that, that there's a whole bunch of unanswered things in the pilot episode. I've, I've had to deal with this myself in the past, and I'm sitting there thinking, hang on. This is an introductory to the show. It's supposed to leave you with questions. It's supposed to draw you back and watch it more. Having stuff like that, for instance, that black cat, uh, makes sense because it gives you a reason to come back and find out and discover exactly what the history is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I want to know more about these characters too. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like they're, they're, oh my God, some of them are just so bonkers. Like they're really entertaining to watch. Like, if you guys haven't seen Like a Daisy yet, man, check it out. It's 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 pretty wild. But yeah, I, I definitely see it being something like, like like a a studio would would put out, and it's just um, I don't know. I was pretty impressed by this. So I I bet now because it's just the pilot, yeah, you're gonna see a lot more um independent. I guess like. Hmm. All, all, all the fans are going to be um, promoting this a lot more. Like, it's going to get more attention now that it's already this viral. And they're probably going to get a lot more funding. And hopefully it continues to be this good. Because, you know, it, I don't know. I'm hoping the, um, you know, behind the scenes, they don't get, they don't go woke and just completely destroy the whole thing. Because this is something good. And it would be nice for other people to get the idea that if they want to tell an actual story and not go down propaganda sort of route that there is money to be made there is fame to be had just don't um get it in over your head and pull some of the uh well let's just say things that people famous have been doing lately some people yeah it doesn't seem like that's the road they're going to go down now whoever's behind this project it seems like they're very passionate you know they want to tell a story and, uh, yeah, they also don't pull back any punches either. I mean, it's, it's pretty, uh, it can get <laughs> pretty crazy it's sometimes. More, yeah, it's, more, it's really more true to the, you know, to the atmosphere and the setting. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is cartoon violence mixed with, like, intense situations. I, I don't know. It's almost it like they took um, <laughs> South Park's playbook and ran with it. Uh, well, oh, well, what you said about South Park, the reason it was so expensive at first was because they were like, it was stop motion animation. They were using actual cutouts of like paper, and that took laborious hours to do. And that's, but it was an interesting style.
but they, they still kept it even though they went to Flash. Oh, yeah. Keeping that style was absolutely perfect. What yeah. South Park did, and this is important, is they kept the core characters as they were, as they always have been. However, mm-hmm. when they've introduced new characters, they've updated those styles. So for someone who's coming into South Park, say, for instance, this year and haven't seen any of it before, it's going to be really confusing. But if you watched it from you know, the first episode all the way up, it sort of molds itself together. Wow, that's something I have never thought about. Oh, that's weird. Now I have to go look back and watch some episodes and... Oh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, that, that's a... What? Is that really? That's crazy. Oh, baby. Wow. Okay, I did not realize that. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, I don't think that's the route they're going to go down. Um, it seems like they got a pretty good style like set for the show, and... Again, I'm, I'm this is going to be a te- like an animated series. I thought this is, this is just like a short film. So if they keep up, you know, this quality and stuff, I think it's going to be pretty good. I'm already like I, I love it so far. In case you couldn't tell, I mean, I can tell this is going to be great an animated series too, pilot, like you know, first episode. So you know, there's more to come. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of other of things with Akadesi, then what did you what did you think about the um the aesthetic and the art style? Well, I thought it was pretty unique, actually. Like the way they used like the lighting, it made things pop more, but it still had a very yeah. cartoony kind of feel to it. It almost looked like they used pastel color, like art style, and, and it was, it wasn't like washed out or anything. But a lot of the monochromatic backgrounds, they it set the mood really well, especially like with the funky music they had going on and all the chase scenes or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I think they handled the music and the the artistic style pretty well, especially like for the time period. It was set in what like nineteen twenty seven, I think. Yeah, yeah. Prohibition era America. Yep. Yeah, I think they nailed it. Oh, absolutely. You had that whole, what's it called? What, what you would call the film noir sort of thing. Oh, yeah, but in color. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, not to mention the whole. Yeah, and everything else was like aesthetically, thematically appropriate. Like costume design. Like the character design also seemed to really have fit. Yes, I know the teeth and all that are exaggerated, but still. Oh, uh, well, yeah, yeah. But even like the, the vehicles they were driving and like the, even the, the way the city looked, I'm like, wow, they, they really, this is pretty cool. But are they all cats? So I wasn't quite sure. What I've gotten know. from it is that they are, in fact, uh, sort of like a cat universe, if you want to call it that. Hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. Still. No, but it's great, though. Like, this is this kind of sort of thing that just makes me want to go and, you know, to get my fix of something like that, go and play the Mafia games. (laughs) Yeah, it's an interesting time period they chose, too, like, during Prohibition. And Okay, sure. Like, I haven't seen many cartoons dealing with that, so that could be interesting. No, but it's always very something that's very... really people do come back to. So... Yeah, but again, I was also really, really pleasantly surprised with how everything was just all put together. You know, the animation quality, you know, just the the feel of it. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I've never even heard of it before, and now it's like number, oh, well, it was number four on trending, which is pretty crazy. 
But I wonder yeah. how long it's been in the works for. Like, Noble, do you remember how long ago that teaser was? Was it like a year or so? Uh, maybe about six months when I came across it. But to be honest with you, I'm just happy that there's at least something competent out there to be able to watch every now and then when it's not released. Not to mention, you know, this was if this was an independent production that's not behest of the big-name studios, then, you know, be up to them. Yeah, only if studios learnt that uh, maybe if they just simply throw money at creators that create good content and only put out a list of saying, you know, you can't do A, B, C, and D, I, I mean, think like I also radio where they can't say certain words. It's like, you know, mm -hmm. fine, but, you know, don't force uh, certain subject materials or yeah. certain plot points or storylines on a bloody uh, artist just because uh, you're forking money at it. And you want to make more money than, you know, let them do their thing. Another point I do want to mention is that this is actually very refreshing because we're basically now surrounded in an ocean full of live action productions. Yeah. Traditional animation going the way of the dodo? Nuh-uh. You ain't no shit. Well, th this was, um, this wasn't traditionally animated, right? I mean, it was still done by a computer program, probably. I mean, of course. It, but it does yeah. have more of that more hand, you know, the hand-drawn feel. Yeah, like I was saying with the painted backgrounds, almost. Yes. That's like what it, it kind of looked like. It looked more old-fashioned compared yeah in comparison yeah i thought it was pretty damn cool <laughs> i love this comment from boombox he goes ah prohibition where kids worked drank and smoked that's correct <laughs> 11 years old living alcohol. in the coal mines <laughs> what kids have been drinking alcohol for like hundreds of thousands of years it's just back then it was a little um oh no prohibition it would have been more our proper sort of modern alcohol and not like what it would have been prior to modern civilization. Oh, if you think kids smoking out here common, get on my level. Our Seth Nix will show you how it's done. <laughs> Seriously. Joel, in my state there are a lot of kids that smoke. A lot of kids that do it. Really? Vaping's the new craze nowadays, too. Yeah, oh, I know. That's that's like, the old-fashioned way, nothing, nothing beats going back to where I'm from and getting cigarettes from the cheap. I got verbally abused by some bogan prick because I refused to give his son ciggies, and I'm like, I don't even fucking smoke, you twat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you should go smoke then! Give some to my your brother! And I'm like, oh, what the fuck is wrong with you? Seriously. Man, some people really get crazy on them nicotine rages. Oh, hell yeah. I know. But then again, it's also drugs, too. Yeah. Well, smoking is bad, though. Don't, don't, don't do it. No, don't, don't smoke. But yeah. But yeah, it's awesome stuff. I actually look forward to seeing what they come up with next on Like a Daisy. So, yeah. Next, yeah at first, eyes... when, okay, spoiler, when they were digging a grave, it wasn't actually a grave. It was like like they were doing another mission, and it, that totally threw me off guard. Because you know, it, it took a lot of twists and turns too, and uh, yeah, it was, it was a great pilot episode to be honest. Mm -hmm. All right, now we've got some more other items to cover through, and so we've hit the point where it's another day and something's just finished. Yes, I'm talking about E3, which. 
They should have said when he said it was dead, it should have stayed dead all those years ago. Uh, E3, now dead, was a show for a bygone game industry. Oh, that's that sounds apocalyptic, like the of a bygone era. Hmm. I mean, let's be real here. The game industry is being a bit is is still a bit how you're doing. You know, like creative bankruptcy is hitting, and and people would just rather remaster and upgrade to the next, upgrade their existing games to the next generations, and milk the ever-loving with Jesus out of their stuff for as long as they can. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I'm thinking like VR is probably like the future of gaming. Like that's really the next step of like where this goes. Anyways, uh, but so yeah, is... and and even now, you know. This the expo like it's been struggling since 2019, and then COVID hit. Yeah, and then we all know what happened. Yeah, well, they had to cancel it. Uh, I think the first two times they canceled it was because of coronavirus, like safety, which yeah. is understandable because everything closed during that time. But this year, why are they saying? That? I, I think it's because there's not a lot of interest in it, to be honest. Like a lot of the not, big players aren't even really doing this. Yeah. So. And not, the console makers aren't there, and now even the game publishers, Ubisoft and Sega, are like not, they're not going in as well. Like, you know, economics have changed, digital marketing, you know, live streaming, COVID-related game developments, mm. timelines, and have all, yeah. For a while, I've seen E3 just sort of limping along with fewer and fewer players sort of going to it. And then when the whole um, SARS thing sort of hit, it just seemed to, like, ball it over. I mean, it, honestly, it's a real shame that an event like this is being, um, you know, shit-canned, but... Eh. Mm -hmm. So, when it says its debut is in 1995. Wow. Yeah, and back then, like, you know, games industry was still just a very fledgling thing. You had the Super Nintendo at the time and what have you. And the, yeah, PlayStation the, PlayStation. Wasn't even out. the PlayStation wasn't even out until, like, you know, the late 90s. So. Wow. And now it's, like, it's all kind of gone and changed now. It's, you know. Is this a picture from E3? Yeah. Wow. See, that, that, was, that looks like a really crazy packed place. Like, I, I wonder if they were just, like, losing money or, or is it really just because, like, the big players aren't really interested in it? Yeah, I mean, anymore? the big players aren't interested in it anymore now and then it was you know it was basically the big place where every single console will happen you know microsoft sony one xbox one microsoft one and all that yeah, so yeah. To, do one drags through the mud <laughs> <laughs> yeah but is there going to be another thing like this do you think in the future something like e3 um I Maybe. doubt that would be the case. Hmm. I mean, what passes for game events now, of course, we'd have things like Gamescom and pa and Penny Arcade, like PAX. Oh, right, right. And these days, too, like now, you know, they might kind of do the whole occasional merge in with things like San Diego Comic Con and what have you. So. Hmm. Yeah, I guess that that could work. 
also that like what other what kind of console wars are going on right now like really not much not even any any anymore not you know? right like it's, i mean now now microsoft is being all buddy buddy with nintendo and sega and everyone else what, what's happening now and if anyone hasn't been paying attention uh sony microsoft uh basically the two main major players out there and instead of you know going at each other's throats with whatever saber they can pull out and you know try to kill each other with they've just decided to get into bed with one another and you know share nintendo uh they're not irrelevant but nintendo's going down its own path with how it wants to do things as it always has mm-hmm. and for you know what it is nintendo's doing great but that's yeah. the thing there's no um the idea of competition now in the gaming industry doesn't exist it's you either want to play like the nintendo childish games and sometimes the adult brutal murdering that you find on like xbox and playstation or you want to do both or you want to do just the uh you know xbox and playstation shit there's there's like no difference at this point mm. Hmm. All right. It's going second. to get to a point where you buy a license for a game and you can play it on whatever console. I'm assuming that's going to happen in the next generation with uh, gaming consoles between hmm. Sony and Microsoft because literally it, it doesn't matter. The console itself is not where the money's made. It's with the games. Yeah. All right. Yeah. One sec. A small correction i got to make. Um, Boombox. PS1 was out in 1994. Yep. Um. Yeah. That was because I. Got, uh, yeah. I got my first PlayStation in 1998. Good times. That took me back. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was the first game console I ever played with either. It was that, and then the uh, original NES. That mm-hmm. my. I think it was my dad's when he was a kid. Yeah. But or... as to your yeah, as to your whole thing, but you're you're right. I can see this is just happening in the current gaming scene. You know, you ever want to do you know get a kitty Nintendo game. Or like play whatever you want on PlayStation, Xbox, or PC, or you take a third and fourth route, which is either A, get glued to your mobile phone, or B, get you know, enter the VR world. Uh, that's the issue. See, a lot of the PC games are also moving to like uh, mobile, and thanks to streaming uh, options. You don't just have to stream it from, say, some company server, but you can uh, set up Steam to just stream to your phone directly and play with that. <laughs> if you've got a good enough um, upload rate with your yeah. uh, internet, you can actually just stream games over the over your um, phone and play them while you're out and about. <laughs> I mean, that or you can get a stream uh, a Steam Deck, so you know. <laughs> Yeah, we can get a Steam Deck. It's and, gotten you know. boring. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Oh, what, like modern games overall? The, the gaming industry itself has just gotten really boring. Uh, yeah, sadly. That's why yeah, I hope for VR. No, there's no like big budget, over extra, you know, ex- extravagant displays anymore. Everybody just does these things online now. You know, Nintendo's doing these Nintendo Directs, Sony's doing the State of Play. Mm-hmm. And Microsoft is doing their own thing. I'll say this: at least if you want to build a game for the original Game Boy, uh, you can because people have been developing development tools to allow you to make your own games that you can then 
make your own cartridges, which you can also buy and assemble yourself or get done at a factory, and then you can sell them. Whoa. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Or to the point where it looks like a real cartridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Now things have changed quite a good bit. And and now the next closest thing, like to also bring up another point, the other closest thing we're going to have with this embracing of streaming as well is like things like the Game Awards. Oh, yeah. Well, I think they're still going to do that, right? I mean, yeah. someone will. Yeah, of course, someone will. And yeah, re really, at the end of the day, it's like, you, you know, something's just got to be shaken up again. And then we might, you know, but nobody's just like the whole na nature of those big name expos isn't worth it anymore, you know? So did they make the announcement that they're just canceling it this year? Or is it like a permanent, they're done situation? I, at this point, you know what? It's done, you know? After, Pretty much, right? They never, they never recovered from COVID. And like, let's be real here. You know, mm. or should they actually, you know, caught up and adapted to things like the popularity of streaming? Yeah, that too. A lot has changed very quickly in the gaming world. I mean, over the last I... ten years, at least. Yeah, yeah, and what with all the every all the adaptations that technology has given them, you know. Mm -hmm. But hey, it ain't so bad though. I mean, we still have the schedule where everybody releases their trailers in June, all the big name stuff. So I guess we still have that to look forward to. Yep. But all up, it's yeah. Anyway, um, got a couple more other little titles as well. We've got through these next items. All right, now this is where this part is going to go a bit down the hill. Um, let's have a look at this. The Legend of Zelda. <clears throat> Link is a gay icon and Zelda fans know it. Oh, we do now. <laughs> um, okay, how exactly is Zelda gay and are you just ripping off Drawn Together? This, yeah, well, Link is, apparently. He's a gay icon. Right. <laughs> but, but the fans apparently, know it, guys. <laughs> yeah, apparently we all know it. Because apparently the Legend of Zelda's beloved and iconic protagonist, Link, is tagged in more than 17,000 pieces of fan fiction on archive on our own. Oh, yes, we all know you've been to E621, whoever wrote this article. Okay. No, no, it's no, not e No, no, no. More like you've been on fanfiction, uh... fanfiction.net. Don't forget okay. Yeah, okay. So just because fans draw a character a particular way doesn't mean that that's what the character actually is. It's just their um, reimagining of it. What the hell? What? Well, it's fan fiction. That's the, the name. It's just, you know. So what if 17,000 pieces of, of yeah, whatever? You can, you can find that about anything. Yeah, like you could you could go to that into even other big name fan fiction communities, anime, My Little Pony, you name it. <laughs> Please. Anyway, and apparently, and among the stories, these metrics are like more than three hundred attacked with trans link, and nearly two thousand feature link in a relation romantic relationship with 
Ganondorf. Anyway, that's um, and apparently that makes it like now now they know Link is is a bit you know is <laughs> because there's a lot of fan fiction online. They're like, oh, uh, of course we <laughs> the fans knew it all along. Yeah. Oh goodness. Nintendo, oh, I love this. Nintendo has denied rumors that Link is queer in 2005 interview. Uh, Zelda producer, uh, Eiji, I think that's how you pronounce his name, uh, said that Link is not gay. He's just an odd person. (laughs) Okay. Interesting. Uh, However, though he shut down speculation about Link's sexuality within the franchise canon, uh, his statement also opened the door for further fan interpretation. <laughs> okay. Adi has long term oh has long term been uh, linked with queerness. Oh boy. Even beyond the etymological connection. What are they trying to say? Are they trying to make this sound like uh, like some revelation, like a scientific they article? To say, like, you, you, you're gay, you just don't know. Oh, he, yeah, oh here we go. Just don't know it yet. Here we go, exactly. Look, for decades, heteronormativity, oh, there's another buzzword for you, has forced queer people to exist in the fringes of society. Yeah, and Link is a freaking elf who rescues the princess. Where the hell are they going with this? <laughs> because of fan fiction, what? Because oh, just says he's odd. I, I would be curious to know what percentage of actual fans, uh, one, believe this, or two, sort of run with it. I mean, there's a lot of writers out there, but... <laughs> yeah, like, he's not gay. He's just he's just an odd person. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah, this is a whole drawn-together thing, because I've got, a, like, a rip-off of Link, who turns out to be gay in the show. And it must be such a punching point for the you know, actual community itself that everyone believes it. But <laughs> uh, reminds see me that of Luke. Ne- that never crossed my mind to ever think that. <laughs> Wait, so Link's an elf, not a human, correct? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's like some yeah. type of elf. Right. So you're taking your input. So elves are gay now, is that the thing? Oh, <laughs> there's always been a lot of jokes about that. Even in The Hobbit, they did that. When the dwarf called him a, what is he, a pointy-eared fairy or something? <laughs> or, oh, sorry, uh, you uh, woodland sprite. <laughs> yeah, that, that's always been like a joke, but I, I just, how do you, are they taking this seriously? Like, just because there happens to be a lot of uh, interesting stories online right. that fans make up? Wait, is this Polygon? Yes. Oh, for crying out loud. I mean, of mm. course, it's what you would expect from a rag like that, or even, you know, what passes for game rags like them and Kotaku's. So, no surprise there. But the thing is, though, um, the Japanese, when it comes to that, that sort of design thing, that they tend to go for more like eccentric, more whimsical elements like that, you know? Hmm. And, and it's kind okay. of weird, like when, yeah, like when they did the whole, you know, when they did the whole designing link, they he made it more like a, a gen, you know, 
a gender neutral sort of character. It's... I mean, we all know he's a guy, though. Yeah, because like that's know. how they refer to him. I mean, yeah, yeah. And that was just like a design thing, but I don't really think this has. Any, this has more to do with their own personal fantasies. Like, look at this quote here: "Back during the Ocarina of Time days, I wanted." Link that was um that's gender what neutral. the developer says though. Exactly, exactly. So they're just saying they wanted them to be gender neutral. So, what? Wh wh why? Why are they making him gay? <laughs> just why? No, no, no. They're why are they saying that he is? Why do they wish he were gay? Right. Yeah. Exactly. So the the writer is using this guy's quote, the Ocarina of Time, saying that well, that opens the door, gender neutrality, and all that. I. Oh, oh, hang on. No, isn't that actually the wrong kind of behavior to pull by assuming somebody's gender and going with it and running with it? Sorry. Uh, I don't even know what the rules are anymore. Neither, <laughs> neither, neither does anyone. Who, who knows at this point? <laughs> but okay, so the, the designer said they wanted it to be more, you know, androgynous looking. Okay, fine, whatever. He's an elf, you know, and if they imagine that kids are playing this, so, you know, literally anyone of all ages can kind of relate to him. Uh, you know, he doesn't look like a whatever. He's an elf, okay? You're rescuing a princess. It's it's pretty simple. You know, I just find it rich that these people still keep saying that, you know, the developer, even though he has stated Link is not gay, is the developer has always been in denial about it. Yeah, but this is what fan fiction is for. You know, people can make up their own ideas or whatever. Yeah. That's you know, what they do. But, but that doesn't mean that the developer is wrong. Is that what they're no. intending or are implying, no, rather? No, no. It's, like, it's like he's smart. The, the person who wrote these things, he's like, he knows better than the developer. Remember, he's yeah. like, if the developer says, Link is not gay. That should be a stinger. But now the, his, the the writer is saying the developer is in denial about Link being gay. Oh my lord! Oh, stop this! <laughs> just let's just clear up something for a moment here. The developer of this game is he Japanese or uh, American? Yeah, Japanese. Yeah, he's Japanese. And the person writing this article are they uh, Japanese or are they uh, an American? I, uh, I I don't know. It's hard book. to uh, must so, be like a friggin wet, you know, degenerate Western trash. <laughs> well, Miss okay. Puke over here. Um, so, I don't know what that name is. You're taking a person's creation from a completely different society, and you're trying to incorporate it into your own. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, shame. <laughs> Yeah, I've, think... uh, and I've watched uh, stories from foreign countries before, and you try to understand what the whole trope is about this character or the myth, mm -hmm. and you try to draw back from there and then make links in your own. And just... Oh, you must be gay. Like, you know, what the fuck's wrong with you? I wonder if this is a case of like what happened to Dumbledore, because Dumbledore was never gay to begin with, but then after, like, I don't know, I think something changed, and then J.K. Rowling just decided to make him gay to appease the fans. Because everyone had so much, like, fan fiction about it. That that might have happened. I don't know. That's just a crazy conspiracy theory I have. But but it might, it's plausible. But I don't think they're actually going to make Link gay. So help me God, if, like, the next game comes out, and, like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. I can't even imagine. Stop. 
I'm guessing you just yeet it right out of there then. Oh my goodness, it would just... <laughs> You're like, well, the fans knew it all along, guys. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, at the end of the day, these per these people um, were basically reading too much into Breath of the Wild. <laughs> and that's when they came to that conclusion and all that stuff, all in Cosy Gay. This is just now, so damn silly. Yeah. Now, live comment here, Emerson Collie. Just watch, they will soon make Zelda a trans male named Zach. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they're going to change um, uh, Link's species? <laughs> he's, he's trans elf or something? Jeez. <laughs> no. Well, they did kind of hint at that because they said in the article, you know, with the seventeen thousand other stories, that there was like three hundred that were tagged as that. It's trans. Oh, it's trans link. Oh my goodness! <laughs> all, all because the, the producer said we just want him to be androgynous. Oh, <laughs> they took it too far. Well, that's kind of thing because they're hyping up on another game. Um... To move on from this, they're hyping up on another Nintendo Legend of Zelda game, um, Tears of the Kingdom. Mm. I really do hope they make a reference to Robin Williams in that. Oh, and they're already trying to jinx it, though. Um, get this, get this. This is what they're trying to, these people are trying to jinx the article with, with the whole Legend of Zelda with is Link gets to continue his journey, during which he's seemingly become more identifiably queer. His hair oh. is different and almost resembles a mullet, which is a style that has become synonymous with queerness. Huh? Wait, is this American mullet or is this an Australian mullet? I uh, whatever it is, it doesn't... It doesn't... It's just he's grown his hair out. Oh. Yeah, but hair grows. So. They're appropriating a hairstyle now? Come on now. <laughs> what do we know about Link's um, particular race out of curiosity? Have we seen any adult um, elves in the series? Yeah, you know, the old man that gives you the Master Sword and stuff like that. Does he have a long hair? Because I've never played the game. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. I haven't played the games in 10, like 15 years. <laughs> But whatever, he's an elf. You know, he's supposed to be like a young-ish elf. I'm guessing like a teenager. Maybe he's like 18 or something. You know, he's like a, a young elf and whatnot. You know, yeah. I guess elves are more androgynous, maybe. But whatever. I mean, I, I don't really get what they're... How, I, I hate... See, this is why I don't, I don't like going over these articles. I lose brain cells. Me too. But... <laughs> But it's just, you can't, he, sometimes you cannot help but just laugh at the ridiculousness of it all. That's why I do things like these. Yeah, I, and I, I don't think that if like, the majority of fans were polled, they would just be confused. They'd be like, huh? What? I never even thought about that. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, oh, and I guarantee you that there's more um, fan fiction of like Link and the Princess than, than anything else, probably. Yeah, it's probably just a lot more fan fiction about that, but whatever. We we don't talk about that probably. Yeah, they don't want. Yeah, they don't want to talk about that. They'd rather have that Lincoln thing of fantasy. Yeah, it's anyway. interesting. They, they didn't even bring that up, which is kind of weird. Okay. Yeah, well, that's just a fantasy. At the end of the day, their fantasy, but it's ultimately fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. All right, one last item for this week, and it's 
Oh, one love before I do that, though. Live comment. Emerson Collie. They are all elves, actually. Even Zelda is one. Yeah, Zelda is one. Yeah, it's all in the ears. Exactly. Yeah, point-eared woodland sprite. <laughs> I love that quote, man. All right. One last article, and it's the one we've kind of always been wanting, you know, that's you just have to because it's been on the cycle everywhere now the past couple of days. Yes, I'm talking about that. Yes, another day, another school shooting in the United States. You know, whenever something like this happens, which they are rare, of course, it always gets sensationalized, politicized, and everyone talks about it like for a month until people demand new laws. That's pretty much just how it goes here. Yeah, the cycle just must must be maintained. Don't forget, there's also the screaming of um, Pete, the person being hateful, the person being a racist, the person being misogynist, the person being... No, but now this this particular shooting, it's a bit different now. You know why? It's it's now it's a, it is the it's the evil Christians that caused the person to go on a mass shooting. So this unfortunate event, yeah, as we all know, is a, a person um, went into a school, killed three kids and three adults. They were nine-year-old yeah, children. At the um, at the what's it called, Nashville um, a Christian school in Nashville. Mm-hmm. So this person was a former student. They were 28 years old, and she uh, identifies as a guy. And that's the whole big, uh, I don't know, thing about this. This person is trans, and there was a lot of backlash online. I'm sure you guys have seen some of these, that there were people almost like defending this person, saying, well, you didn't use the, the, the correct pronouns. Shame on you, CNN. Two tragedies have occurred here. It was some really sick stuff they were saying about this. The thing that really bothers me, though, is that no one seems to care about the fact that this idiot went ahead and shot and killed a, you know, a black man at the school. I mean, is it like the principal or teacher or something? Then mm. nothing's being said about that. I that I mean, it wasn't. Yeah, I, I guess I mean, it was. It was a hate crime, regardless, because this wasn't. I don't really know all the details. Obviously, none of us really do. But some of the stuff that has been made public that we've seen on YouTube is that. They, like this is a targeted attack. Like this person planned this, and uh, specifically to hurt you know people of a particular faith, which they thought was oppressing them. And yeah. now people are saying that this is that she was a victim. Yeah, um, there was oppressed. almost a thing where they were saying that you know her evil Christian parents rejected her. Mm -hmm. I personally would like to see what links there are between the school shooting that occurred by a transgender student at the time and uh, this one. Because it sounds like both occurred because of mental health issues. Yes, yeah, this person was clearly disturbed. It seems like in more ways than one. It's just a tragedy that, that, I mean, three kids died, man. What the hell? That's, that's, that's terrible. Mm -hmm. The important thing now is to figure out exactly why this person went out and did this and simply showboating around and saying, oh, well, it's this, 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 that, and everything now, else. Now, here's the thing. You know, all we need is pretty much a manifesto that's been found out, but now the police and all that are not releasing it because they've been threatened about it. Like, if they do release it, there will be massive repercussions for the police by the um, LGBT, the Rainbow Mafia. Yeah, yes, that's the term. What's that's really creepy is that there, the, there was a Trans Day of Vengeance planned, like, right after this, and people were calling for more trans people to literally fight. I'm not even exaggerating. Like there were like blue checkmark people talking about this. 
Isn't that what, what is Nazis what is that do? supposed to mean? A trans day of vengeance? That is some scary crap. Like what the heck? Oh, you know what the funny fact about this is? Um, it was actually scheduled for April Fool's Day. Just putting it out there. Oh, I, no. I really hope that it was no, it, but it wasn't a troll though. Like this was actually a thing people wanted to do. But uh, that's just sick, man. I bet you people were actually going to want to do this. It's so this been all over Twitter. And this is where a lot of people miss out on is this is the kind of thing that not actual Nazis, modern day Nazis, call for more violence. So I'm having a hard time understanding why people who are so anti-Nazi are applying Nazi ideologies and tactics and ideals and pushing them forward as their own. It's basically hypocrisy projection. There's no way to spin this narrative. You know, typically what they do is whenever there's a shooting, they always blame it on the person being a racist or something. You know, they'll bring up Christchurch. Oh, he hated Muslims. You know, that's why he was a radical right-wing whatever. But this person was the complete opposite of that. You know, she was uh, uh, one of one of them, I guess, but like radicalized to such a crazy point that she decided to go up and kill people. This and that, like and they're not talking about that at all. You know, they don't like about what about the families? You know, parents had to bury their kids, man. It's it's crazy. And now they're not even talking about oh more gun control, more anything. Like, <laughs> actually, I think they're going to try to bury this story in the memory hole. What really disturbs totally me about this whole thing? is that when people were talking about this on TikTok, the videos weren't focusing on the children. They were just saying, oh, yes, you know, kids died, and they just pushed it aside like it meant nothing. That's the thing that disturbs me the most here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they're they're more concerned about their fifis. What about the kids that were injured, not to mention mentally scarred for the rest of their lives, because some idiot thought the best way to handle the situation was to go out and kill a bunch of kids? Can't even imagine. They were nine, nine year old. Yeah. To it's just, um, it's yeah. crazy. Like, there's a point, you know, these some of these people get to, and and there were probably red flags, you know, probably before this. I mean, if the person wrote an entire manifesto and the police are too afraid to even make it public, I mean, something's up. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they're getting um told not to simply because the individual identifies as a trans person. Yeah, they want to keep a thing over like Chinese can all be friggin' in, you know, all pure and thing about the truth. They all, yeah, they I all bet it has. <laughs> it's probably all about oh, you know, down with the patriarchy, uh, you know, communism, no, 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 no. gung ho. Who knows what the hell? It could be all kinds of bonkers nonsense. What the uh, re racism? Well, you just no, no, no. The, the, what this person's manifesto that the police are too afraid to like make public because it's probably that, all like these communist very... ramblings. <laughs> that, that's huh? what I'm referring to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It'll it'll be a matter of time. It'll come out. The biggest thing that concerns me about the LGBTQIM plus community is that they're not willing to turn around and say that violence is unacceptable. The behavior of this person, despite the fact that they're in their little um, clit, was unacceptable and shouldn't go. And you you shouldn't do this. But no, they. Not only do they seem to be giving a forgiving pass on it. But seem to be they're actively encouraging it by calling for more. Just why? Yeah, like remember, like one of the one of the staffers says, you know, I will kill, I will, I will kill every single transphobe. Yeah, I mean, people just openly say that all over the time. Like I've seen this stuff on Twitter like every day. It's it's pretty shocking. But like that's that that's normal behavior for yeah. them. 
Like these radical like, people are just, that's it. They're just radicals, man. In Australia, if you were to say you were going to kill somebody, that's enough to get you into trouble, whether it's unjust or not. Oh, same. Same here in America. If you make a death threat, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. illegal. Now, to make to shift this to something a bit more lighthearted, now the shooter Aiden Hale's pronouns are officially was slash were. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, whatever they identified as uh, doesn't matter oh. now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joel, that is just downright wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that is downright. <laughs> hey, you know what? This person was a monster. Fuck him. Oh, <laughs> man, what is wrong with you? I just say it like it is. Now, to continue on this whole lighthearted thing, this is a picture of the of the bedroom. I was sent this. Like, what do you make of this, Zephyr? Okay, this is a, a, a photograph of this individual's bedroom, the shooter. You know, her name was uh, Audrey, I think, or Audale or something like that. Something Haley. This is a picture of the room she lived in. Uh, you have oh. the NATO flag, the bisexual flag, the regular rainbow flag, a bunch of anime stuff. Uh, it looks like the room of your typical furry or brony, to be honest. It's rather messy. The trans flag, too. Yep. I yep. think I think the only thing that would be missing and completing this environment would be a, a flag of Ukraine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. I also forgot to mention the socialist flag next to the trans flag as well. Um, yeah, but I think not... the flag of NATO would basically tells you everything you need to know. Like you know, Russia man bad. You know, Ukraine uber others. I used to know someone who lived like that. It smelled rotten in there. Oh, it looks like the, it was trash all over the floor. Yeah, it it looks pretty damn nasty. Probably not. I mean, yeah, there might be some rubbish in amongst there, but they might also just be like general goods because I used to know an individual whose floor was just you know, littered with uh, cards and bags and boxes. This was Magic the Gathering, by the way. Ah, uh, yes, of course. Okay. But this idiot at least had like a path to his bed. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I'm just concerned because when this is the bedroom of the shooter, as we all know, identifies as trans and targeted Christians specifically, you look at the kind of stuff they surround themselves with, living in filth, all these different flags of, you know, diff of, of radical ideologies. I mean, you got socialism, the trans flag, all this stuff is surrounding them every single day as they live. And this is their life. It's not surprising that someone who lives like this might just go crazy one day and just go off the edge. And that seems to be the case of what happened. Gosh, wow. And there are some rumors circulating that this person might have had an, an FA account, which has yeah. since, since been taken down due to a lot of backlash and stuff. But it was created in 2018. I have so the archives here. All right, so we don't know if this person was actually a furry or a brony, but it it, it appears that they might have okay, been. Okay, you did not say for work warning. Sorry, you've been warned. This is okay. uh, and, the, was... um, and now I've and now our show is officially tagged as not safe. Oh goodness! Well, I'm to that later on. <laughs> Oof. Yes, but. Well, I guess there was into in other stuff as well, but yes, uh, basically their page had a lot of like horse and pony related artwork, and it was 
the name was the same name as a person in real life. So, maybe a coincidence, but judging by the way their room looks, it would not surprise me at all. I don't know. It's it's a weird situation. The whole the comments section, however, is um is an absolute gold mine. Like, oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, because once people find out this person's name, I think it was like what Audrey Hale or something, Holly, whatever. Yeah, they looked they looked her up and found her FA, and it started spreading all over the place. Everyone was commenting like, pretty uh pretty crazy stuff. And again, I don't know if it was actually that person's real account. I mean, it might have just been a coincidence, but it, it is very weird. And the fact that it was just taken down recently, ah, that, I don't know what to make of that. <laughs> it's just a weird layer of icing on the crazy cake. Something I should probably, I wanted to bring up, but if this individual had issues with government uh, laws that were being brought in, why didn't they go and you know, do a school shooting, uh, do a shooting at, say, like the politician's office or uh, where the polys meet up in America to turn around in the state to, you know, do their business? Why didn't that place get targeted instead of, um, you know, the school? Because Probably. if this was about the uh, laws that were introduced, why, why, why target a school? Why not just go after a government building? I think for the whole, they must the person must have known that the school would have the school would have less security. I gotta believe that it has to do something with what happened at the school, hence the reason why it was specifically targeted. I'd like to find out the locations that were also planned, and I would like to see the full manifesto published, despite. Despite me probably just wanting to then uh, get up and just walk away. Well, the reason it, one of the targets was a school is because not only a little security, but um, uh, it's also against a like a Catholicism, you know, anti-Christian. That was like what one of the the aspects of this. This person specifically was targeting Christians because they, you know, their trans identity or something was being oppressed and whatnot. I think Tucker Carlson. I they don't always agree with him, but he does say it right. It's like trans people basically think they are they are gods themselves and they have transcended nature and they don't want to be reminded that there is a, a higher power above them. I don't know. This person was just delusional and it's it's so unfortunate that people actually were hurt and died. I mean, jeez. Um, Vera, I think delusional is insulting to people who are delusional. Yeah, evil. I mean, evil. And that's yes. it. Um, one last comment. Emerson Colley, I guess for a convention shooting, is the next. I mean, well, well, that's actually uh, interesting. We didn't get to talk about this, but I don't know. I think that's a good segue to briefly bring that up. Because there was a bomb threat recently at, uh, what was it, Motor City Furcon? It was on Friday. Um, this is on Twitter for a while. Um, I think around noon it happened. They were evacuated the building, and they came back at 4 p.m., and it was no big deal. But that was one of the first, you know, crazy things that happened at the convention. That It was literally a, a bomb threat, and they had to evacuate. So it's kind of like when fire drills are pulled. It seemed like that kind of situation. But no, I hope that's not next. Oh, yeah, geez. To top it all off, maybe, maybe for his will inflict mass shootings, though. You know, if somebody... I'm not saying there's a connection or something, but it may be if, you know... I mean, this person... A art account may make you a mass shooter, then... No, it's just like this person 
might have actually been either a furry or a brony. Probably a brony, but, but like, look at the room that they lived in. Again, surrounding themselves with all this, all those flags and whatnot. It's like, okay, cool. You can decorate your room however you want, but like, it, it, yeah. it, it all kind of connects too well together, you know? And it's sad. It's sad that it came to this. That someone was that brainwashed that they became, you know, this evil person. I mean, what were they trying to accomplish? I mean, they were 28 years old, you know, and now they're dead. And, you know, parents had to bury their kids. Like, what was the, the point of all that? Who, who, who benefited? The other no thing one. you should ask is the uh, three adults who were killed. I mean, did they have families? Did they have kids? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they did. Yeah. Devastating. So yeah. I don't I don't know what the answer to this is. I mean, more security at schools possibly. A lot, yes, absolutely. Um, more security at schools, but among other things, I know right now, America and by extension a lot of other countries, there's like a, a big spiritual and mental rot that's also happening that needs to be gone, you know, purged out. Uh, it's. Otherwise, we wouldn't be in this mess. So, yes, we need... Yeah, I mean, armed guards at schools, yes. But, you know, cleaning the spiritual moral rot in the soul and, of the country, yes. that You can't forget that dimension, too. Yeah, that's part of the reason yeah, why they attacked. If you think that you're in the moral high ground and yet your answer or you believe it's acceptable or the answer to your problem is to go and kill a bunch of people... Maybe you should go check on history to see how that went for certain individuals. Yeah, this person was clearly evil and deranged. I think it's very interesting, though, that the person actually wrote a manifesto. Why, why is it that killers do this? Like, mass shooters, uh, at least some of them have done this. And they're, like, very detailed and, like, they get very philosophical and delusional and weird. Well, psychologically, like, as, as, as I understand it, Joel, an individual is not accidentally going to make themselves famous. They're doing something that will. Mm -hmm. And this is something that they are fully aware of. Whether they're in a psychosis thinking that it's the right thing, or if there's something mentally wrong with them, or physically wrong with them, that's driving you know, the driving force to this. So knowing that this is going to happen, knowing that they won't have a chance to make a speech, they prepare... You know, they may, someone may even spend a year just writing this out to figure out the best thing to say to explain why they're doing this and for everyone to be able to pay attention. Yeah, that's a good point. But just, wow. That's, that's really sick, man. But yeah, that's, that's a very good point. I guess, like, if they're planning it, that's all they're thinking about this whole time. I mean, who knows how long this person felt like this? Yeah. Anyway, um, I believe that's about all we've reached <coughs> the end of the show. We've, that's all the time we've got for this week. Things, yes. are, things are insane now. Hmm. So hmm. who would like to make a closing statement? Daisies, not bullets. And that's what I'm going to end mine at. Right on. Yeah, sorry to end on such a sad note, guys. Uh, that was, that was uh, an event no one could have predicted. Well, I don't know, maybe, but now, regardless, it was I, horrible. But I, I'm, you know, I, I just as a closing statement, man. Um, I'm more, 
I'm trying to be more hopeful, you know, um, yeah, for the future. You know, I think Lackadaisy is looking pretty damn good, man. So I'm looking forward to that. I know, like, had, had this person not had um, their eccentric interests being revealed to the public, then... Yeah, then we wouldn't be talking about this otherwise, because it's just another day, another shooting, right? It's It sucks, but yeah. I mean, God rest those kids. Yeah. And the victims and their her families. Amen. 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 All right. Now, thank you for all those who tuned in. <laughs> Got to the end. Hopefully, that wasn't enough. You know, you weren't so shocked or traumatized by it. We try not to, but yeah, you know, it's never our intent. Um, hope you enjoyed this as much as we did making this. As always, our episodes are available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Play on FM, iHeartRadio, BitChute, and more further down the line. This is us signing off for the week. Farewell, and until next time. Later. Bye.